God's creation of man reveals many things. And when you look into his word, his word is supposed to bring you light. For his word is light. It reveals that God, who is eternal, created man and brought him into a place that is governed by time. So this being is supposed to be time conscious, but his perspectives on this earth must be controlled from the eternal. So you were created and born for a purpose in God's plan. And you were given time to fulfill that purpose. Time is for purpose. When purpose is not known, time has no meaning. Remember, you are here to fulfill purpose and your purpose has time. Now, your word in season. Thy word is a lamb unto my feet and the light unto my path. Thy word, thy word, thy word. Ah, how about that as He's a lamb unto and the light and the light unto thy word, thy word, thy word. Thy word is a lamb unto my feet and the light unto my path. Come on, sing it for the last two times. Thy word is a lamb unto my feet and the light unto my path. Thy word, thy word, thy word. Thy word is a lamb unto my feet and the light unto my path. Unto my path and the light unto and the light and the light and the light unto my path Father we are thankful tonight for gathering us in your presence one more time our hearts and our minds are opened lord with faith with meekness and with gladness bless us in an unusual way tonight let your word come forth in simplicity and in power let it shatter darkness let it break chains let it bring even transformation to your people thank you holy spirit for your presence and thank you that you bless us tonight even in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Yesterday night was a great night. And um, amen. The spirit of the Lord showed us beautiful things. Amen. So yesterday we looked at territorial dominance. Where we looked at how we can discover our place and stay there. Then we came to the point where we realized that everybody has a place on this earth. Places are older than people. So if there was no place, you wouldn't have been brought here. 
So stop allowing yourself to be pushed around and to be made to feel as if you have no place. You have a place in the earth. I know some people have bought lands first. <laughs> and they are behaving as if they, they own this earth and we are just their subjects. All of us, God brought us here and all of us have a place. Everybody has a spot. If you understand that, you are bold about life. You know, the word of God builds in us confidence. It builds in us confidence. The word of God builds in us self-esteem. You cannot listen to the true word of God and be beaten down. By the time you are through listening to the true word of God, you are upstanding. You, you want to accomplish more in this life. Any word that comes to push you down to make you feel like you are nothing, check it again. For from the beginning, it was not so. For he crowned man with glory and with honor. Yes, the first man lost it. But why did Jesus come? But we see Jesus. So I want you to pay attention tonight. So tonight we are going to discuss eternity and time in respect to our purpose on this earth. Eternity and time in respect to our purpose on this earth. Uh, this is vital and I want you to pay attention because you will hear things that will awaken something in you. I tell you. And the message is also on Telegram, please. Um, it's not on podcast yet. We have to be working on our podcast. So, but it's on Telegram. You can download it and listen and listen and listen and listen over and over again. Somebody says, what, what would listening do to me? The Bible says God chose the foolishness of preaching to save the world. The foolishness of preaching. So preaching may really look like it's foolish, but it is what will save you. Hallelujah. So you can get it on Telegram. Listen again and again and again. Eternity and time in respect to our purpose or your purpose on this earth. Amen. Amen. Now, God's creation of man reveals many things. And when you look into his word, his word is supposed to bring you light. For his word is light. Okay? It reveals that he desired a time-conscious being who must have an eternal or eternity perspective. Okay? God's creation of man reveals that he desired to have a time conscious being with an eternity or eternal perspective. Listen carefully. That means God who is eternal created man and brought him into a place that is governed by time. So, this being is supposed to be time conscious, but his perspectives on this earth must be controlled from the eternal. Are you, are you following? Say eternity and time in respect to my purpose. That's right. So, we are going to understand what eternity is. Then we'll understand what time is. Then we'll understand how does it 
reference to your purpose on this earth. Because in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, the preacher, Solomon, brings out a very important truth. Ecclesiastes 3 1, he says, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. So, any creation of purpose is bound by time. Alright? Functions according to time. Hallelujah. So, everything including man is a creation of purpose. So, you were created and born for a purpose in God's plan. Get that. And you were given time to fulfill that purpose. So, everybody seated here, everything in God's creation is a creation of purpose. You see, God didn't create anything without a predetermined counsel. He had something for that thing to do or for that person to do. That is what necessitated the person's creation and being born. Please, nobody here is an accident. You know, I don't know everybody, but I think I'm one of the pastors who are at peace in what I do. Because the thing is that when I discovered purpose, listen, you may be an elephant. I may be an antelope. The antelope has different features than the elephant. The elephant may be big. Mm, it doesn't mean anything to the antelope. The antelope in this world is an antelope. I tell you, the least I care about is what somebody is. In the sense of comparing, comparing yourself with someone is the greatest problem of man. He never finds himself. He looks at somebody who has found himself living out himself. Then he's comparing himself with that person. Then he gets confused. So maybe he is, is he's a tortoise. Come on. Barago Shate. Ilago Sta Ivarati Sokahaya. Wildlife has proven that tortoise lives longer than lions. But lion is the king of the jungle. Why? They said. One of the things that kills lions faster is their roar. Uh, is it, roar denotes or connotes anger. And I will eat you. And where are you? And I want to dominate. And I want to control. <laughs> if you go, go and check the lifespan of lions. And check the lifespan of tortoise. Tortoise slow. The moment you try to hurt it, it crawls into its shell. Then it remains there. Until he sends peace. <laughs> then he moves in. The day you stop trying to be like somebody else and discover who he made you to be, that day. Peace then you start to recognize your uniqueness, your unique abilities. Oh boy. Then you start sharpening them and using them. That's why I sing. Because I realize, look, he plays that potential there. 
Somebody likes singing, but he can't sing. Madam Badaha. Uh, people of God. The Bible makes mention of certain people. Then he says, he is the father of all them that played harp and organ. Musical instruments. There are people who came who can play musical instruments. There are some of us, whether you like it or yes, musical instrument, you never play some. Does that mean there's a problem with you? No! You two have something. And I was telling you yesterday, your gifts are a revelation of your spot, your place. Ah, so much to share. So you are not here by chance. You are a creation of purpose. You are. <laughs> you are. And listen carefully, carefully, carefully. Purpose, I told you on Sunday, purpose precedes design. The purpose for which he had for you to come and fulfill determine how he designed you. I personally believe being born in Ghana was not a mistake. <laughs> I'm telling you. I dare tell you. I also personally believe that even British coming to colonize us was not a mistake. Oh, okay. look, look at the polished English I'm speaking. things work together for good to them that love the Lord I love the remaining part to them who are called according to his purpose 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 everybody is a creature of purpose you are not here by mistake so stop looking at yourself as if you just came and it's as if there's nothing to do and it's like it is here I came to find something to do and people make your life frustrated you are a creation of purpose and purpose is fulfilled in time. I hope you are following. So how, God, how, how does God measure success? And how, how does he judge success? Okay. How does God measure and judge success? How? In God's eyes, who is successful? <laughs> I pray something will be awakened to you. You will stop all the rat race. Because when even you win it, you are still a rat. <laughs> is he <laughs> uh? oh yes how does God measure and judge success now to answer this question well you must consider that God never intended for us to die man please this service or these three days is for information it's for revelation so please open your heart okay amen, amen. never God never ever intended that man should die. So, so that's why we will talk about eternity. He never intended for man to die. God never intended for you to die. Say it. God never intended for me to die. So the original intent of God was for man to live forever. But what happened? You know what happened? Tell me what happened now if you know. Huh? Adam fell. He said, the day you shall eat of this fruit, you shall surely die. That was when death came. You know, amazingly, I'm surprised. When God said, 
the day you eat of this food, you shall surely die. Adam didn't ask God, what is death? He never questioned God, what is death? Ah, that means Adam knew death. But he was not created to die. And he never thought he would eat the thing. Do you think Adam thought he would die? He never thought he would eat the fruit. Until the wife gave it to, to him. And when the wife gave it to him. <laughs> how do you refuse something that your wife gave to you? But you know, Adam. Adam made a big mistake. Because God had already spoken. When you eat. But he ate. He listened to the wife and ate. Are we not supposed to listen to our wives? Are we not supposed to listen to our wives? Because somebody can come up with a doctrine right now and say that, look, when Adam listened to the wife, look at what happened to us. Don't listen to your wife. Never listen to your wife. So then where is the place of the wife? Can the wife not give counsel to the husband anymore? When God had spoken first, then what a wife says must line up with what God said. Else don't listen to her. That means every husband must first hear God before he hears wife. Because if you hear wife before you hear God, yeah. So husbands must train themselves to hear God, to hear God's voice so that they can lead their wives. Then when a wife is saying something different from what God has said, you say, please, God said so, so I won't obey you this time. That means even to be blessed, you have to be disobeying and obeying at the same time. Disobey your wife. Obey God. Is somebody listening? So wives, please, don't stop talking. Keep talking to us. Keep giving us counsel. But when I have heard God, and what you are saying doesn't line up with what God said, remember that I won't listen. All husbands, if your wife is sitting close to you, I know many people are not sitting with their wives, but very soon you'll be married. Okay, so now, since God didn't intend for man to die, I'm telling you beautiful things. Listen, listen, it's deep revelation. Since God did not intend for man to die, that means how old you are doesn't impress God. Your age does not impress God. And God is not really moved by how long you live. As much as long life is a blessing, and he says he will satisfy you with long life, how much of time can impress the God who lives out of time? So you can be Methuselah and live for 900 and something years. It doesn't impress God. You live for 30 years. It's not really that which God is thinking about. 70 years is not what God is thinking about. Are you getting it? No matter how old you want to live, that is not really what impresses God. Because eternity, time is only a subset of eternity. So how much do you think of time impresses eternity? So now listen to this. That means time, which is not in reference to purpose, is a waste. Is a waste. I pray you get it. 
There are so many people who live for many years with no commitment to God, no reference to God in their lives. How does that impress God that they lived so long and there was nothing God about their lives? So, the effectiveness and value of your life on earth is reference to purpose. Purpose. Huh? Purpose. That is how God measures success. Did you live a purposeful life? Did you fulfill purpose? So if you lived, if you lived for whatever number of years, how effective was your life? What purpose did you accomplish? That is how God measures success. Not that I lived long. That means any time man lose sight of purpose, time has no meaning. So, living long is not essential if purpose is not in view. Living long is not essential if purpose is not in view. Do you know that certain people wish that certain people were dead? Oh, talk to me. The only personality who may not want somebody dead is God. <laughs> Why? Because, because he operates from eternity. But if you had somebody who is an arm robber, Robbing people and collecting people's things. What, what do people wish? Ah, can the police kill this guy? Why do people wish that guy out of this earth and dead? Because that person is not living according to purpose. So nobody wants him around. It's almost like you are wasting time by destroying other lives. You should be taking out. Who wants a good doctor dead? <laughs> Who wants a good person out? Nobody. I, I know you yourself. You don't want yourself out because you're a good person. <laughs> so living long is not essential if purpose is not in view. And when your life is without purpose, time is without meaning. Huh? 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 Look at somebody and say, the moment you discover purpose, uh, the moment you discover purpose, tell someone. That is when time has meaning. Do you know Jesus was so conscious of purpose and time? So Jesus never wasted time. After tonight, you won't have any spare time again. Uh, when I'm through with you tonight, you will never say, ah, come in my spare time. I have time to spare. Time to spare. You are not conscious of purpose. That's why you are. You know, when people ask me, um, when are you free? I say, me free. I'm not free. I make time for you. I'm not free. A person who is controlled by purpose has no time wasting time. No. No. When is your free time? You have free time. When you're not doing anything. Wow. Whenever you are bathing, it's not free time. Oh. Bathing is taking care of this body in which the spirit lives so that you can function well here on earth to fulfill purpose. When you are exercising, you say, I exercise in my free time. Don't do that. Exercise. Bodily exercise profited little. So at time, the time allocated for exercise is very essential because the body must be healthy to fulfill purpose. Uh, 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 somebody is not... Time with family is essential. It's not 
When you have free time, then you spend time with family. You create the time to spend with family. Because if, for example, you are a dad, you don't spend time with your children, who is training your child for you? TV. Social media is training your kids. They are, that's training your kids for you. And very soon, you will see things you don't want to see. Because you forgot purpose, the purpose of a father. I'm amazed that certain questions my children ask me. Hey, the questions. One asks me, so that if Jesus died and resurrected on, in the third day, why is that when man died, he doesn't resurrect on the third day? I have to now explain. I have to take time and explain mortality and immortality and the time where our bodies will be. Hey, I'm like Yesu. <laughs> from tonight your time will be so important to you mm? hallelujah look at Jesus Let, let's look at some few things concerning the life of Jesus Jesus came from eternity when he came he came for a purpose his concern was his purpose so anything that he used time to do had to be linked with his purpose. Some of you will cancel some relationships from tonight. Some of you will delete some numbers from tonight. Because most of the time, you are doing things that has no bearing to your purpose. Let's look at some few things. John chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. This is Jesus. Listen to how Jesus make reference to time. I've still not defined time. I hope you have time. Do you have time? Yes. For the service. You see, you, you came into this service and you are spending time here. Quality time. You are spending time. Look at this. And the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. Both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. So Jesus was invited for a wedding. So Jesus in his purpose, made time for weddings. But look at something here. And when they, they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, they have no wine. Verse 4. Jesus said unto her, woman. Everybody want to read it. Go. Woman, what have I to do with thee? Go. Mine hour is not yet come. Don't, don't try to push me to do things out of time. My time is not yet. I pray by the spirit of God you will know what time to do what on this earth in the name of Jesus. And when it is not time to you be able to say it's not time yet. Let's read some more about Jesus. John chapter 12. I hope you love the Bible. Uh, it will get exciting very soon. You just follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. John chapter 12 verse 23 and verse 27. And Jesus answered them saying, the hour is come. The moment you see hour, you know, time on earth is reference to seconds, minutes, hours, days, weeks, months, years. Okay? All right. My hour, huh? the hour is come that the son of man should be glorified. He understood when his glorification was due. Hmm. Verse 27. Now listen to this. Now is my soul troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But, 
for this cause, purpose, because of this, came I unto this hour. Because of this. Because of this. Let's read another scripture. I want to give you more about Jesus. Huh? John chapter 7, verse 3 to 6. His brethren therefore said unto him, Depart hence and go into Judea. You see, they were, people were pushing him. It's time, it's time. It's time. You see, there are some of you, some people are pushing you to do things out of time. His brethren therefore said unto him, Depart hence and go into Judea, that thy disciples also may see the works that thou doest. It can apply to so many things. Young man, instead of focusing on your books in the time, the girl is nice. The girl is nice. <laughs> Go. <laughs> For there is no man that doeth anything in secret, and he himself seeketh to be known openly. If thou do these things, show thyself to the world. Go. Verse 5. For neither did his brethren believe in him. They didn't believe, but they were behaving as if they believed. They did not what? Believe. Look at the response of Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always, always ready. That means you, you, because you don't really understand what time is in connection to purpose, you just move. Uh, you just decide. You just travel. I want to go to America. Uh, please, if you are planning to travel, don't say that. The pastor is talking about me. <laughs> Understand time and purpose. Time and purpose. All right? Sometimes I ask people, okay, so now that you want to go to America, what is your plan? What are your timelines? How many years do you want to be there? You know, people are living their lives as if time is forever. No, it is eternity that is forever. Time is limited. So you will be surprised that some people spend so much of their youth doing things they are never supposed to be doing until they realize that there is no more time. People of God, I hope you are following. It will get exciting soon. Let's go. Let's go. John 17. Verse 1 to 5. Because if you even discover your place and you don't understand this, you will abuse your place. John 17 from verse 1 to 5. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee. You see, that the hour is come. And thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to all, to, to as many as thou hast given him. That's three. And this is life eternal, that they, may know, they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. The next verse. I have glorified thee on the earth, and I have finished the work which thou givest me to do. Listen to Jesus. Go. Verse 5. It says, And now, Father, glorify thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. So Jesus knew the time for glorification. I prophesy over your life. You will not miss the right times for the things that you must accomplish. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody shout a living amen. amen. John chapter 9 verse 4. This is all about Jesus. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. So, he also understood the time to work. Night is coming, no man can work. Then the last scripture before we zoom in concerning John. Luke chapter 1 verse 80. <laughs> I hope you are following. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray you catch it. Now, listen to this about John. And the child grew and walked strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his showing unto Israel. The day of his showing. So God didn't just say, go and show yourself. The day of his showing. I pray in the name of Jesus. You, there will not be premature exposure. You will be on time. And the time for your showing to the world will be right. So that nothing can affect you. Listen, a premature child is in danger. And will have to be moved immediately into an incubator. To preserve its life. So premature exposure and not conscious of time and purpose can affect you. And I pray in the name of Jesus. You will be on time. Somebody shout a living amen. Shout it like you are here. Shout it one more time. Amen. Beautiful. So now let's go. What is eternity? Okay. Then we'll look at what then is time. Then we'll look at the connection of it to your purpose. You will appreciate it. Eternity. What is eternity? The word eternity is from the Hebrew word olam. Somebody say olam. Say like you're here. Olam, 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 olam. O-L-A-M. Olam. Ola means concealed. Ola means a vanishing point. Okay. <laughs> Ola means perpetual without end. So there is no beginning and there is no end. So when you say eternity, you are talking about duration without measure. Duration without what? Measure. Duration without measure. Now, this is the realm of God. Okay? Eternity is veiled from sight. So, it's the realm of God. So, God is eternal. That means there's no beginning and there's no end. He's not restricted in duration. Are, are you following it? So, everything came from him as the creator who is eternal. Everything came from him. That means everything on earth or everything in God's universe has eternity in it. Does it make sense? Everything has what? Eternity in it. So, listen carefully. Now, man is the advanced of all his creation. Because man was created in his image and after his word. His likeness. So, everything that God created 
has eternity in it. Everything. Say everything. everything. Say everything. everything. Say like you mean it. Everything. Then when he created the earth and created man, everything on earth was not supposed to die. That means everything was supposed to enjoy eternity. That is duration without measure. But then there came a problem. I hope you are here. There came what? A problem. Then time came into existence. So in the beginning, Time was not a reference to man's purpose. But the moment the fall came, time, listen carefully, time was born. Now everything on earth had to function with a limited duration. So whatever they have to do here, they were given a period which they enter and a period which they exit. I pray you get it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So time was born. huh? So write this down. Time is a temporal interruption in eternity. Time is what? A temporal interruption in eternity. So the minute something drops into the realm, this realm called planet Earth, <laughs> into the physical, into the material world, it picks up time. It picks up time. So please, those of you that think that you are here forever, and there's no reference to purpose at all, you just wake up, you sleep, you wake up. You sleep, you wake up. You sleep, you wake up. After tonight, I pray that when you sleep and wake up, your thinking will be different. Is somebody listening to me? So, the moment something enters into this realm, it picks up time. It picks up time. Huh? Then the moment you leave this realm, time is cancelled. I pray you get it. Time is... So, time... Is duration with measure. It starts the minute you are born and it ends when you die. Okay? So it's a brief part of our existence. It's a brief part of our existence. Never forget this. We are eternal beings and we are supposed to be living forever. But here on earth, we are bound by time. Our purposes are duration measured. So, there's a time you enter, then there's a time you exit. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So, when you have even discovered your place, you must be so conscious of eternity because listen carefully. He has made you time conscious here because everything under the sun under the heavens, operates under seasons and time. But you are supposed to be having eternal perspective because you are an eternal being. When you leave time, you are going back into eternity. Does it make sense? Does it make sense? So then, when he gave birth to you, when you came here, if there was no purpose, then who they have brought you? So now that he brought you, there's a purpose and that purpose is time bound. Is time bound. One day, time will expire 
and you will check out and you will enter back into eternity from whence you came. Okay. Now, it is getting interesting. It is getting interesting. Let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. Then we'll go to verse 11. Never forget this. You are an eternal being existing in time. Time is not our permanent home. So you shouldn't spend it like that. Is somebody here? So he says, to everything. Somebody say, to everything. There is a season. And a time. To every purpose. Under the heaven. <laughs> oh. Now, let's read some of them. A time to be born. Do you know when they do population census, they don't count babies in the womb. Their time has not begun. Though they exist in the womb, their time has not started. The moment they are pushed out, time has started. It starts ticking. Some of us, are, our, our clock has been ticking very, very long now. Eh? A time to be born. You were born. And a time to die. <laughs> one day, because of mortality, one day you will exit. Then he goes on. A time to plant, a time to pluck up. There are some of us, when it is time to plant, we are not even aware. I tell people there's a time to build. When you don't build at a certain time, it becomes very difficult to build. A time to plant. I didn't write it. That means in time, we plant. There are times we have to plant churches. There are times we have to plant things, businesses. There are times we have to marry. If you don't see marry as plant, I don't know what you see. <laughs> and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Go. A time to kill. And a time to heal. Did you see a time to kill? We won't talk about that. A time to break down and a time to build up. Did you see that? That's four. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. Go. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. You see, there are some people, there are some certain relationships. You have embraced that. It is time to stop embracing. Some people keep embracing certain people until they take them into their graves. Early graves. When even they know it is time. You know, the fact that you stopped relating with someone doesn't mean that you don't have love. Let me, let me say something to you. Sometimes, you know, it is like maybe I wear size 50 and somebody wears size 10 and I'm trying to force his jacket on myself. The size 10 won't go. I love him, but we don't fit in the same clothes. Sometimes you have to refrain from embracing for life to continue. Hallelujah to Jesus. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. In here, he actually speaks of 28 different times in the cycle of a man's life. Now, the verse 11 is where I want to take you to. Because of time, we, we are limited with time. Time. He, who is the he? Who is the he, please? God. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. I said this translation is wrong. King James got it wrong. This is one of the portions King James got it wrong. But let's read the King James, then we'll read other versions. He had made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has set the world in their hearts. 
He has set the world. Very wrong translation. He has set the world in their heart. So that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. The word his there is its time. Let's read other versions, please. Like uh, NIV. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity. Have you seen time and eternity appear in the same place? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Remember, everything that is created came from the eternal. Now is in time. And everything in time has its time. Its time. So he has made everything beautiful in its time. Then he didn't leave them without eternity being in them. He said, he has also set eternity in the hearts of men. Yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. Say from beginning, from beginning. to end. Come on, if you are here, let me feel you. Say it one more time. Beautiful. Okay. So let me, let me pick it from here. There's something I call the rewind. The rewind. Say the rewind. Say like you hear. The, re, the rewind. Okay. Now God speaks to Jeremiah. And he says, before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee. And I had already called you and set you apart to be a prophet. That means Jeremiah in eternity had been designed a prophet. Everything about him was set. Then God rewind. Eternity rewind. And placed this finished prophet in the form of a seed and planted him in the womb. I hope you are following. So look at yourself like this. <laughs> I'm a success! I say this out of revelation. Everything about me, you, you were finished. Then he rewinded. Then as a seed, he planted you in the, in the, in the womb. Okay? So I said, but did you know whether it was you that was going to be planted in your mother's womb? Hey, hey, that is where eternity comes in. So man, man doesn't understand God's work from beginning to end. He doesn't have an understanding of it. He can't fathom. We are not products of accident. So everything about you was finished. <laughs> then he rewinded. Then brought you, introduced you. He said, before, before, before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee. Then he planted you in. Look at something here. Any seed you see, in the seed is the tree, the branches, the fruits, and everything in that seed. So when you see a seed, it is not just a seed. There's a tree in the seed. There are fruits in the seed. Am I, am I communicating? So basically, eternity, when it wants to impregnate time, brings seeds. I pray you get it. So you, you didn't come as a full human being. Can you imagine, have you seen a sperm before? I mean, I mean, have you seen a semen before? I think you cannot see a sperm because a sperm must be, must be looked at the, under the microscope to see the sperm. But semen, do you know semen? Then they said that 
when a man releases semen, how many billions of sperms are inside? 200 million, at least. Okay, that means if you go below a certain time, you are low sperm count, isn't it? And only one wins the race of fertilizing the egg. And you said eternity has no plan inside that one. What are you talking about? So eternity introduces seeds into time. Then when the seed comes, the seed germinates and is born. Then this creature that is born has time to fulfill its purpose. Then he says, he makes all things beautiful in its time. So, whatever the thing will become, it is programmed into the thing. And it is its time that it manifests. So, for example, if I go and buy some seeds of a certain, let's say, plant. Let's say flowers. Have you seen flowers? Beautiful flowers. And I bring the seed to my wife. And I say, can you have these flowers? What, what do you think my wife would think of me? Say, what is this? They are seeds, isn't it? But those seeds, when planted, in its time, when it has gone through all the processes, let me say this. That is why we are not supposed really to be concerned about processes. The process can be so discouraging. But in the seed, the process of the heat in the ground, the moisture, all the things that happen to the seed, all the seed needs is to just be willing to stay hidden until it's the programming. You are a success. I pray you get it. I, I pray, I pray, I pray I will not be speaking above your head, but it's entering your spirit. Look at somebody and ask the person, is it entering your spirit? Is it is it entering your spirit? <laughs> In its time, its time, it makes things all things beautiful. Everything beautiful. In its time, beauty connotes maturation. Beauty connotes what? Maturation. Maturation. I pray you get it. Beauty connotes fulfillment. Beauty connotes perfection. So you can write this down. So that means God created everything with purpose and gives every purpose a time that allows it to progress to perfection. Should I say it again? God creates everything with what? Purpose. And gives every purpose a time that allows it to progress toward perfection. So whatever you are, you may be going through some things right now and it looks like there's no beauty in you. Do you know even Jesus at a point, the word of God says there was nothing to desire of him. He was not beautiful. Even Jesus. Even Jesus. And sometimes we want to see the beauty in our time. Not in its time. 
not in the time programmed. So, for example, maybe some, you have started something right now. The Lord stirred your heart to start a business, to start a church, to start something, and you look at it and it's like, what is beautiful about this thing? What at all is this thing? But in that thing is a programmed time. In its time, if you have patience for the thing, oh, please, I'm not helping you tonight. Are you following it? Uh, the Bible speaks of Jesus. Isaiah 53 verse 2. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground. He had not form, no form or nor comeliness. And which we shall see him. And there's no beauty that we should desire him. There's a time in whatever you are doing that looks like it's not beautiful. There's nothing to write home about it. Sometimes we can look at you and it's like, what will come out of you? But he makes all things beautiful in. Oh, only two people are here. In. In. Then amazingly, look at what he set in the heart of everything. Eternity. So this thing that is supposed to function with a limited duration, he has also placed in the heart of the thing eternity, which is that which supersedes time. Eternity is God. He has placed in the heart of everything, even plants. Help me, Lord. Go back to the Ecclesiastes 3.11. I hope I'm getting through to you. He has made everything beautiful in its time. In its time. In its time. In its time. Listen carefully. Your beauty has its time. Your glorification has its time. All you need to do is submit yourself to the process. The process won't kill you. C can I talk to you? I said the process won't what? L let me tell you something. Until something has fulfilled its purpose, it's not supposed to die. Because time is tied to purpose. So somebody said, hey, then if I finish my purpose by 30, that means I'll die at 30. Can I surprise you? Should I surprise you? God's word is beautiful. Look at something. This is Solomon writing. He said he wrote Ecclesiastes so that people will know how to live and to choose the right things so that their lives will fulfill purpose. That's why Solomon wrote Ecclesiastes. So in the last chapter, which is chapter 12, he speaks concerning the life of man in a way. Look at chapter 12, verse 1. I'll bring you back here, but I want to... I hope you are here. I'll be finishing in just some few minutes, okay? Look at something. Remember now thy creator when? When, when, when? In the days of thy youth. What is youth? Youth is summertime. Youth is when you have strength that you can work. Youth is the years that you have energy to do something to give God pleasure. Listen carefully. To fulfill purpose, that is youth. Then, the scripture reveals to us, he says, in Genesis, he says that his spirit will not strive with man anymore. For man will live 120 years. Let's read. 
let, let me clarify that before somebody goes to die. Genesis chapter 6 verse 3. And because he said, ah, I finished my purpose. Because the moment Jesus was done with his purpose, he left. But how different are we from Jesus? How different are we from Jesus? <laughs> Look at this. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he is also, he also is what? Flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. Now go to Psalm 90 verse 10. Psalm, Psalm 90 verse 10. You will now appreciate even why Jesus came. The days of our years are three score years and ten. That means 70 years. And if by reason of strength they be four score years, that is 80 years, yet is their strength, labor, and what? Sorrow. For it is soon cut off and we fly away. So youthfulness is for work. You cannot sleep in summertime. That means when you are young, what are you going to sleep for? And man's purpose is to give God pleasure. Is to have dominion. Now, by the time you are 70 years, you realize that your energy is drained. 80 years, you realize that there is even no more vitality to continue in the ways that give God pleasure by work. Work. Say work. work. That is when you are permitted to sleep. To go back home. Into eternity. But once you are youth in time, it's time for work. Am I communicating? So look at somebody and say, you are not permitted to die young. Uh, tell the person again, you are not permitted to die young. Tell the person you must be giving God pleasure. Tell the person your youth is a season to work. Using all your potentials to bless humanity and to bring pleasure to God by expressing all he gave you. Hallelujah. Does it make sense? So now back to Ecclesiastes 3.11. There's so much to push through. Ecclesiastes 3.11. He has made everything beautiful in its time. In its time. In its time. So whatever I am, he finished it. Remember, he finished it. His work was done. He declares the end from the beginning. I didn't come here. You didn't come here. Before he now started to think about why he brought you. He had finished. Listen carefully. Then he rewinded. Then brought you in a seed form. So whatever you are is programmed in you. I hope I'm communicating. I hope I'm communicating. When something is wrong with something on earth and you look at it and it's like, ah, there's something wrong with this thing. How do you know there's something wrong with it? If you didn't have a picture of the thing inside you, the right picture of the thing inside you, how do you, your, your life is not on track? When there's no imprint of the original inside you, oh, you say, ah, still you're not. 
Tonight, are you here with me? Why? He set eternity. So, now the issue is because of the eternity, why did he set eternity? So that that aspect of God is still in everything. Listen carefully. So, when you look at yourself and you look at situations and you look at things, you may never understand certain things until you key into the eternal realm. That is why faith is an advantage. Because we look not at things which are seen, but things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen, they are what? Eternal. So faith grants us access into the eternal realm. Then we are able to now look at our situations. Uh, oh, please. Let me say this. That is why anybody that is not relating with God by faith in Christ Jesus, they throw away eternity. And they fight the concept of eternity. They say there is nothing like eternity. Because the Bible brings to bear that eternal realm. Is somebody listening at all? So now, in everything, he has placed eternity in their hearts. So everything. Say everything. Say. Not only man. When we say heart, what's the meaning of heart? Heart is intelligence. Heart is the understanding of the thing. That has the wisdom of God in it. Okay. When does the seed know when to shoot? Oh, a rather when does the rose flower know that it is time? Bring out your petals. What is it? Who, what talks to it? There is a programming of eternity. So, man knows that it goes through these processes before it gets here. But man can't explain what actually makes it happen. That is the part of God inside everything. So, if any man thinks he knows you, Ah, you see, when I got to understand these things, when somebody looks at me and laughs, I said, This guy doesn't know me. <laughs> I am beautiful in my time, uh, so I may not look very nice now, I may not look like I'm living out my full potential now, but my time is coming. Oh. He made all things beautiful in its time. The moment that beauty, you have reached maturation, you have reached that state of perfection, it is exactly like flowers. So there's a time it's a seed. There's a time it is shooting. It's tender. There's a time it's developing small, small. There's a time it shoots out whatever it must shoot out. Then there's a time it's in full bloom. And after a period of time, it dies. That which you have been born to accomplish is in time. And in the time, there are seasons. Don't give up in a season. For in its time, the beauty will show. Am I communicating at all? 
You can apply it to whatever you are stirred in your heart to do by God. Whether it's a business, whatever it is. Remember, if you are not seeing all the beauty of it, let me say this. In the book of Romans, he says what? All things work together. All things. Say all things. All things. Put that scripture there. Let's explain something small. Then we'll pray. Uh, tomorrow, I want, to, I want to enter into the prophet. I want to speak some words personally to you. Are you getting my point? He says, and we know that all things, say all things. You see, all things is everything. So everything is here again. Work together. Work together. Say work together. Do you remember that when we read in Ecclesiastes 3, 11, he said that he set eternity in their hearts so that no man will fathom his work. All things work together for good. Say for good. To them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. Please listen to this. Anything that is not according to his purpose may live your life. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. That is why it's important to pray about certain things or about almost everything so that what is according to his purpose is where you walk. Listen carefully. For we know that all things work together for good. He didn't say that all things are good. He says all things work together. That means some relatively bad things may happen. But if you remove things in isolation, you won't see good. I pray if you are even relating with somebody, it is because of purpose. Else you may be taken away or the person may be taken away. And it may look like it's a bad thing that happened. But for the one that is a lover of God, who is called according to his purpose, that thing that looks like is bad, with all other things are working together for his good. Please, are you following the thing? Why? Because of the presence of eternity. Certain things that will not help your fulfillment of purpose. Hey, I pray. Oh, I pray that all wives will complement the purpose of their husbands. And all husbands will complement the purpose of their wives. Okay? And wherever you are, you are there because of purpose. Else I tell you, you may lose that job. Uh, yay. And when you measure it with all other things, it may be good. Because that thing would have hindered you to fulfill in fulfilling purpose. That means purpose can fight you when you decide not to fulfill it. I'm finishing. I'm finishing. I'm finishing. So, for example, he said, I'll give you pastors according to my own heart, who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Then me, I discover I am one of the people he has given to his people as a pastor. Then I say, I won't do it. Then you see, everything gets frustrated. Why? Because I'm fighting purpose, and purpose is fighting back. I pray every day of your life, purpose will govern your heart. Oh, you will discover 
your unique gifts and abilities, you will discover the purpose for which he brought you. He will reveal things to you and you will be functioning according to purpose. Every day, every hour, every second, every minute, you must be working on the things that make you fulfill purpose. That is what brings meaning to time. May you not live and waste time. After even you have lived long, may we look at you and say you lived a purposeful life. You fulfilled your personal purpose, which is a subset of the universal purpose of God. That you gave him pleasure by releasing yourself, the gifts and abilities he placed in you to be a blessing to humanity and to give him pleasure. Listen carefully. Until this is in view, until eternity is in view, listen carefully. People live life here on earth as if our whole life is here. No. Time is only a fraction of our existence. Life continues in eternity. For we came from there and we shall go back in there. So, what will be your reward in eternity is what you use time to do on earth in respect to giving pleasure to God. Listen carefully. So, Ecclesiastes chapter 12, where we read, remember thy creator was young. Then he gives you the time where you wouldn't even have pleasure in living. Then the last two verses, 14 and 15, what does he say? What does he say? Come on, what does he say? 14 and 15. For God shall bring, no, go to 13. Let's go to 13. He says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Solomon had lived. He had had women. He had had girls. Do you know women and girls? There's a difference. He had had buildings. He had had farms. Planted gardens. Had gold. Had silver. Had horses. All the things that we want. Did everything. Then he comes and he says. Let's hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God. And keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. This is, man on earth. Is to give God pleasure. How do you give God pleasure? Fear God. Keep his commandments. You see, so day by day he reveals to us. The things that we must know. This is why. Knowing Jesus and serving him. Is important. Listen. Man died. Jesus came to taste of death. So that he will bring man out of death. So that man's focus will not just be in time. He will then project man back into eternity. So he says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You see, he connects man back to eternity. Back to eternity. So that now man is not only focused on what is happening in time, but then his focus can be redirected into eternity. Check. Anyone that doesn't have Jesus, all they do is to live life here and it ends and they think it has ended. No, there's an eternity waiting. And you are here for a purpose. I'm done. I rest my case tonight. Time is for purpose. When purpose is not known, time has no meaning. Remember, I like it. 
a great man of God, he used to say something. He says, this earth is a purpose planet. This earth is a purpose planet. So if you are here, you are here to fulfill purpose. And your purpose has time. It is time bound. May you not waste time. The dreams and the visions that God has put in your heart. The things he wants you to release your potential to do. To be a blessing to humanity. May you not waste time. May you be in time. May you be at the right place at the right time. May you meet the right people at the right time. May things that are supposed to come out, come out at the right time. May you not rush into premature exposure. May you be able to go through the processes. And I prophesy in the name of Jesus. In your time. In your time. Your beauty will be revealed. In the name of Jesus. In your time. Your beauty will be revealed. In the name of Jesus. And I pray. Anything you are addressing. Anything you are looking at. Anything you are looking at. Don't look at it. From man's standpoint. Because there is what is eternity inside you. Key into the eternal realm by faith. And look from God's perspective. Remember I said. God created human beings. Who are supposed to be time conscious. But eternal perspective. So when I look at a situation. I will be able to judge when it will end. When I look at a problem. I'm not supposed to be crying. Can you imagine? If I was finished. Before there was a rewind. And I came in a seed form. Why would I be disturbed about anything happening now? All I need to do, that is why he said, when your faith is tried, it worketh patience. Then when patience has finished its work in you, are you following what I am saying? Don't ever worry. For your end was declared from the beginning. Before your beginning, your end had already been established. Huh? In the name of Jesus. Huh? Captain of Israel's host and guide. Come on, strike it. Of all who seek the land above beneath thy shadows we abide the clouds of thy protecting love. Come on, sing it. Our strength, come on, thy grace, our rule, thy what is our end? So you are not that sick person. Our strength, thy grace, our rule. Come on. Our end, what is your end? Sing it again. Our strength, our strength, hey, thy grace, our rule, thy word, hey, our end, the glory of the. Come on for the last time. Our strength, come on. Thy grace, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
glory of all. That is why you need a revelation of not just who God is, but who you are, what he has made you. Then, understanding the eternity that he has placed in your heart. Nothing is powerful enough to defeat you. Nothing. Nothing. I said nothing. And I want you to know, there is a programming in you which already has the codes that would pop you open when it is time for your glorification. In he makes all things beautiful in its time. In its time. In its time. You want to pray a simple prayer tonight. Father in the name of Jesus. Let this revelation become stronger in my spirit. Let your spirit continue to teach me even as I go home. So that I will not fret or fear but I will be conscious that I came as a purposed creation and my life and purpose is in time and you have made all things beautiful in its time and you have set eternity in my heart lift up your voice let this revelation never so bright. Let it grow stronger in the name of Jesus. Madaba Kotosh Ilada Daba Daba Yikanda Badoshe Bishata Daba Kapa in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now listen. God created you for a specific purpose and gave you the exact amount of time required to fulfill that purpose. Listen carefully. You want to pray. Spirit of God, open up my understanding. Open up my understanding to know my purpose. My unique purpose. Because see, it is your purpose that defines your assignment. The moment you know your purpose, you see that assignment is defined. I, I hope you are following me. Many things come into play. We cannot finish everything in one night. But you want to pray that prayer. That I may know my purpose. Now if you know that your purpose, the universal purpose of God is to give him pleasure. Is to have dominion. Are you following the thing? Then, that which I am supposed to do. Show me. Uh, uh, uh. Show me. Reveal to me. Unveil my gifts to me. Show me the things that makes me unique to fulfill the purpose for which you brought me. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. In the name of the Lord. The last prayer. Psalm 90 verse 12. Brakikata karadivahaya. Meladibakasata. 
So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. You want to pray? Lord, wisdom, wisdom, let the spirit of wisdom take full charge of my life. Huh? That I will not waste time. That I will not waste time. That I will be on time. That my time will have meaning because I'm living purposefully in the name of the Lord Jesus. Put your hand on your chest and pray in the name of Jesus. Spirit divine. Spirit divine. Fill my heart with wisdom. With wisdom. That I will live a purposeful life. Not wasting time. But applying my heart unto wisdom. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Time will have meaning in your life. Your lifetime will not be wasted. You will do things at the right time. He will guide your steps. He will order your steps. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray. Your gifts and abilities. Their unique callings. That he placed in you. That you came with. The desires of heaven. That he planted in you. Those desires that necessitated your creation. They will not be hidden. They will be unearthed. They will be shown to you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You would release them. It will be a blessing to humanity. And it will bring pleasure to God. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your days on earth will be meaningful days in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let businesses be born out of you. Amen. Let schools be born out of you. Amen. Let establishments that will help humanity and bring pleasure to God be born out of you. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You are blessed even in Jesus name. Somebody shout a living amen. God bless you for listening to today's message. If you want to give your heart to Christ, just say this short confession after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died. And on the third day, you were raised back to life. And you are alive. I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are Lord. You are the Lord of my life. Even from this day forth, 
precious spirit of God, help me to live for the Lord all the days of my life. God bless you. If you said that confession, you are a child of God. Make sure you are planted in a church that will raise you in the word of God so that you become a tree of righteousness that will bear fruit to the glory of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with my Pastor Christian. We believe you have been refreshed by The Shepherd's Stream for a glorious living in Christ Jesus. You can get the messages of the man of God, Pastor Christian, on Facebook, Telegram, YouTube, Podcast, or Podcast Addict, all at My Pastor Christian or Shepherd Stream Church. You may also call our helpline for the messages and the books of Pastor Christian and for pure pastoral counsel and any other inquiry on 540 0540-953-017 We also have the pleasure to invite you to join us in our glorious celebration services this and every Sunday at the Fresh Oil Assembly Kumasi City Church KCC Edum right opposite the GRA building behind the Ejaba building My Pastor Christian also comes your way with Shepherd Stream Prayer Session this and every Friday at 6.30 p.m. at the church premise at Edum. You can also join in the prayer session via Facebook Live at My Pastor Christian. Come, pray, and experience the glory of God. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. <laughs>